When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Is it podcast time again, Tom? Indeed it, it seems is. Like we just did one. Well, demand right. is high and well, there's a lot of hot air to be <laughs> expelled on the internet. So Yeah, we have an extra big supply of hot air today. Hi, welcome to the Talking Real Money podcast. I'm Don McDonald. That guy over there is Tom Cock. Over there, I, he's one of them. In the studio he audience. He will be eventually. Still. Still there. Empty. Still not there. Well, it's COVID. I did a yeah, raffle. I did a raffle. You'd be proud of me. I did a raffle for the studio audience, but no one entered it. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Way Even goes. your family doesn't want to go. Um, I have an idea, Tom, because yeah. I know we're going to need new business cards. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that everybody in this industry has lots of letters after their name, all these letters and things. So I, when I get my new business cards done, I'm going to put in C-H-A and L-U-P-A. Chalupa? Chalupa. That's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be a chalupa. I want to be in the meeting with the prospect when you explain yeah, how important I, that is to their financial yeah. future. That will be critical. And then critical. I'm going to pull out a chalupa. How many advisors <laughs> actually give you a chalupa? Not that many uh, in right. North America, you know, probably, but I could be wrong. Um, well, you can have... Look, there's the mic, folks. I'm moving my camera. You can see the oh, mic. There it is. You the have frame. a microphone. Wow. Congratulations. I do. How do you think you're hearing me? I I'm figured you did screen. it with osmosis into the screen as a far uh, ahead of us magic. all. I do it with Luddites. magic. You are. So. So, yeah, let's talk about designations because it seems like everybody wants a designation these days. Well, I think people get confused with designations around picking an advisor because they see people with a lot of alphabet after their name and they think well that person yeah they must be good um had a situation this week where a young man who's not quite 40 he's recently joined a profession making a lot of money now and you know trying to put together a plan like what do i do what do i pay this down mm -hmm. do i uh, what do i do with this money that i'm now making and this young man was referred to a financial advisor now i financial advisor because the person they were referred to truly is a salesperson because they are not a 100% fee only fiduciary period end of story this person like had had all those one of yep, these had, i think had three designations yeah there you go you can see them don showing all the various these are fake yeah all the various designations that people can get and yeah so let's just talk about that i mean you can a CFP is someone who has spent considerable time studying things related to your financial future. No question. A CFP is a certified financial planner, and it requires about two years of coursework, a, a very, very difficult test, 
and ongoing education. Yeah, at one point, I think there were um, fewer CFPs than there were pilots. So, I mean, I'm talking commercial pilots here. So it's a, I think there's more now, but here's the thing about CFPs or the insurance designation that's similar. I think that's CF. CHLU. CHLU. No, no, no. Uh, CHFC. Chartered Chartered Financial Consultant. Correct. Um, Those things can be very important, no doubt, because when you go see someone, I do think it's important to build the plan first to know kind of what we're trying to do, because you all have a tendency to say, just put me in the thing that's going to make a lot of money at no risk. So I do think that, but let's just talk about what's more important than the designations and how many of them are there? Uh, 212, according to Financial Planning Magazine, 212. Well, we have someone in the office, and if I say their name, they'll get mad at me, but we have someone in the office who has the cap, which is um, how to give away your money. It's a designation about how to be Um. philanthropic and charitable. Always gets a laugh when I say that in the meeting. This person knows how to give away your money. Uh, So there's ones out there for every, every type of financially related thing. Are they important? I would argue maybe. Again, yes, study is important. You're right. Coursework is important. Testing, knowledge, all those things, no question. But when you go see someone, I think the first thing you need to know, and you need to get it in writing, you're the one who created that great form, Don. You need to know that the person you're seeing is a 100% always, always fee-only fiduciary. In other words, they don't, they're not duly registered. And it turned out, I believe this person that, uh, that, 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 that the young man went and saw was duly registered, was selling insurance products. And what ended up happening, by the way, thankfully for us, I guess, is uh, the young person ran into somebody else who said, wait, you should really go see, at least talk to the people at Vestry first, because they are a 100% fee-only fiduciary. I think that's the higher thing you need to know before you just say he's a CFP or she's a CFP, I'm going to hire Yeah, And there are a couple of things here. Uh, One, I want to let you know that you're still right about CFPs and pilots. Ah. There are 168,000 commercial and transport pilots in the United States, licensed commercial and transport pilots. There are 89,000 certified financial planners. And there may be fewer so, pilots today than there were a year ago because there's fewer flights. I yeah, think a lot I'm of sure them got still retired. in their licenses. Yeah, they may have gotten retired. Yeah, but retired. the fact of the matter is there are it still is rarefied air for the CFP As it were. That's good. I like that rarefied yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but, but let's talk about the CFP designation for a minute because the, cert, the Certified Financial Planning Board, the people who designate people as CFPs, Certified Financial Planners, Last year, well, actually, year before last, announced that they were going to be creating a new standard for CFPs. It used to be that a CFP had to act as a fiduciary when doing financial planning. I mean, just building the plan. Then they could switch hats and become a salesperson when they were putting products investments in your portfolio. As of June 2020, every CFP is supposed to always act as a fiduciary. Is that the reality? Well, at least not yet. 
No, we know. Apparently, cases. they're a little yeah. lax in, in going after some of these people because we know one guy who's massively well-known in the Seattle area, massively well-known, who has solutions for your retirement. And uh, we know that he sells indexed annuities and he is a CFP. According to the CFP's own rules, selling an indexed annuity is not a fiduciary action and therefore that person shouldn't be able to carry the CFP designation. So let's go back to the beginning again. So I think the first thing you're going to look at when you're hiring someone is registration. How are they registered? And that would be number one. Number two, then you could start looking into whether or not this is a good fit. In other words, do they do the kind of work that is going to be helpful to you? Another problem I see is people think every financial advisor does the same thing, works with the same people. That is not the case. There are financial advisors that help move you into retirement. There are financial advisors who work with more young people. So you really need to, again, registration, number one, someone who's always acting in your best interest, which comes with a hat, I guess. Uh, well, you should find an advisor who wears one of these these hats. I couldn't find the red one, so I guess I'll let you stay with that one. Oh, you have it. Okay. You don't want someone who wears this Wait. hat. Hold He's, on. It's got a label on it. Oh. Is that from your last meeting of some kind? Uh, that you're merely suitable. That's... Wow, that's kind of painful to wear that hat. Those would be the first thing. And then, as I say, the right fit. Wait, this is a terrible hat if you're going dating. Do not wear this hat <laughs> dating. suitable. And by the way, just to make things a little bit easier, we do have a list of people that we think you can trust. We're not the only ones in the world. And you go to TalkingRealMoney.com slash help. Help. TalkingRealMoney.com slash help. Yeah. yeah. Look, the miracles of modern editing. <sighs> the hats are gone. The <laughs> head returns. Gone. So, I mean, those would be the orders. And again, I think designations, as I say, I'm not poo-pooing them. And I think the CFP probably No, no, no. We're not poo-pooing a the couple best. of them. A yeah. CHFC, by the way, just to let you know, CHFC has exactly the same training, education as a CFP. Yeah. A CLU is a chartered life underwriter. That is definitely an insurance designation. Uh, there are some very professional designations out there. You know, CPA. That's that's a professional CFA. designation. CFA, Chartered Financial Analyst. Yeah. But then, important. according to this article, I mean, you know, there are, there's one of them, and I wanted to find it. I forgot what it was. There was one of them that you can get a designation for uh, like five bucks. <laughs> You just send in a check, you get a designation. Okay. I the will do the one better. Ones? Yeah. If you'd like to be a CHA LUPA, yes. $2.50, you'll get the designation and a chalupa. So you can't keep that warm, though, while you're moving, right? No, you're going to have to warm your own chalupa when you get it. Okay. Oh. Everybody's got a microwave. Don size. So I would make those things, again, registration would be more important to me if I was looking for an advisor before all the designations, which I think. And yes. then, as I said, the right fit, finding the right, the advisor who does the kind of work you're looking for is another one. Very important. But do remember, again, there are 212 designations registered with the government 
and they mean nothing. They have no legal meaning. None of them do. The term financial planner, no legal meaning. Any idiot can call him or herself a financial planner. Tom and I do. We can call ourselves financial advisors. You can, I can, my dog can. I'm going to get her a new collar. Nice red one that says Rory really suitable. Financial advisor. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it has. It doesn't carry much weight, and it has very little meaning. I'd say that almost all of these designations carry vi- very little weight and don't have a ton of meaning. If you want training, yeah, the CFP does. But if you want somebody who's going to really come down hard on people who lie and fib and cheat and steal, good luck. It, that's got to be you. It really comes down to you taking care of you. Don't think somebody else is going to do it because they're just not. And Tom, I bet you wouldn't mind a question, would you? I'd love a question. You know, I'd, I'd love for the questions. You're always at the question yeah. bit. I'm just so proud of you. Now, hopefully, this is a question I, I'm, I'm that just I can answer it back up here that you can answer. But okay. We do these. We do these on the fly. So, um, if I'm he can't still, answer them, still trying he's to answer, look really bad. Still trying to answer and this the question one, from the woman who wanted to know if she didn't contribute to her 401k, does the company still owe her money? That I'm still trying to find the right answer for that he one. Answered but. that one. She just didn't like our answer. <laughs> just, this one's about a backdoor Roth. This is mm, right up your alley. Yeah. You know, for years you've been sneaking in and out of the backdoor places. So, yep. Now it's time to do it with your Roth. Uh, had a quick question about backdoor Roth. We as a couple contribute $12,000 to a backdoor Roth every year. I mean, have been contributing the yearly limit for the last many years. I am 40 years old. I have Vanguard's real estate index fund in my backdoor Roth, and my wife has Fidelity real estate, Fidelity real estate index fund in her backdoor Roth. Question. Can I sell my index fund in my Roth when there is a profit and buy the same fund immediately so as to lock in the profit? Or should I let it stay there and not touch it forever or till when I need it post-retirement? And then he goes on to say, I don't need my retirement account money at present. I'm a long-term buy and holder, but since Roth does not have tax implications, I was wondering if this, as discussed above, could be a strategy. Are there any academics to suggest guide one way or another when it comes to backdoor Roths? Thanks for all you do, big fan. So I'm trying to make sure I'm understanding the question. So I, I understand the question. Oh, please explain. He's saying, uh, he's saying it gets up to like it goes right. from ten to twenty dollars a share. Okay. I don't want to write it back down to ten dollars a share. So I'm going to take my profit at 20, then I'm going to immediately buy it back in case it goes back up. But it's exactly, you're in exactly the same position you would have been if you just held it. That doesn't change anything. Because there's no taxable events. Yeah, it doesn't change anything. doesn't change a thing. No. doesn't change a thing. Again, Sam, many of you, many of you, you're overthinking this. Yeah. There, you're overthinking this. Just because you sit and read magazines like this one <laughs> with the designations you, that tell you there's all this complicated stuff out there, you know, like I, I read the AAII journal once in a while and I go, what is the point of all this? You're not telling me anything. You're telling me there's a system when we know, you know, there isn't. There's no trick. You're overthinking it. A Roth IRA is a great way to let money grow tax-free, and therefore there is no need to sell out until it's time to take out. And I'm assuming that, in, that, that sorry to cut you, that I'm assuming that 
this person owns the REIT in their Roth because they don't have it available in their retirement plan at work. That's a guess, right? They're trying to probably make sure the asset class, because if I was just picking a fund for the Roth, I'd probably rather have like international small cap value as an asset class that has done right, been more productive than REITs. You want real estate though. If you, you want some real estate in your portfolio. Sure. And if you have real estate in your portfolio, you want it in a tax advantaged account because it is a tax inefficient asset class. That's correct. correct? Yep. So I, I think what you said a couple minutes ago about overthinking it, yeah, that, don't overthink. This it. pretty much shows you're spending too much time on this. Find another hobby. How about yeah, model airplanes? I don't, just throwing that out there. Chalupa baking. Chalupa baking. <laughs> what Remember are the other? This. It'll take up a Sunday afternoon. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, exactly. not you, Ram, uh, or not you, Sam. Sam, not you, Sam. Sam, I am. Sam. Um. Okay. Well, we did a podcast. Yeah. Look good. Sound we'll do another good. one. What? Yeah, we'll do another one. Not right this minute, but soon. Thanks for being a part of this one. This is one that you can watch too. We we do the voice part, and we also do the video version. Uh, which, if I'm in the mood, I'll spruce up with a little stuff. But I don't know if I am or not. We'll see when I edit it. Um, and you can watch that on our YouTube channel, where we're up to over 175 subscribers now. Let's see if you can all get together and take that over 200, huh? Just for the fun of it. So you yeah. go there and subscribe. Yeah. Well, Tom's, well, Tom's taking some time off a couple of days this week. Yeah. Okay, let's push us over the top. That would really we? make my time off. Yeah, that would be good. Thank you. Right. Thanks for being a part of our podcast. We appreciate you being there. Tell a friend to 20, two, one even. And if you really like what you hear, please leave a review at Apple Podcasts. They, uh, yeah, you got to be a sign in, be a member and all, but those things really do make a difference and they help us build an audience. And by the way, we are building an audience. We last week, shall I mention this? Yes, I guess you're going to. We passed Rick Edelman in terms of listeners to our podcast. I think I just heard a scream from Rick's studio upstairs. So yeah, he was not happy with Rick, that. We passed Paul Merriman. No, don't say that. We did. We passed Paul. We passed Gene Chatsky. Wow. That's you mentioned rare, Apple's numbers. You mentioned rarefied air and we're pretty much in the hemisphere on that's, that one. That's some so, pretty good company. Yeah, are are we anywhere near stacking Benjamins? No, no. Let Joe Salcihai is still ruling the roost. And Joe, call me. Joe, remember you were going to call me, Joe? <laughs> is this a personal thing? Come on. This is supposed yeah, to be a no, podcast. He, he sent me a note about a week ago and he goes, Don, are you available on Friday? I've been so busy. I haven't called you. And I'm here all day Friday. He doesn't call. <laughs> it's like, thanks, Joe. Snubbed again. Um, we're done. Thanks for watching, listening, doing all the things you do. We appreciate you being there. I'm Don. That's Tom. We hang around. We talk real much. that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other 
programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a family registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.